0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Leaders in Real Estate podcast. Today I am talking with Gaurav Gambir. He has started his own brokerage, the condo shop, which he grew. And then eventually he actually bought a KW franchise and now manages over 400 agents. So, really cool story going through his time and his growth from, you know, solely becoming a broker to now becoming an executive and owner and what he does to build culture. So, Real, stay tuned for this one. It's a powerful episode, especially for anyone who's thinking about, you know, transitioning from realtor to becoming an executive or maybe potentially owning a brokerage one day. Now, before we hop on, we do have to say this podcast is brought to you by Reliance Network. Reliance Network builds some of the most beautiful websites for real estate agents, brokerages, and teams, you name it. But It's not only the front end that looks great. They also have an amazing back end system for you to manage leads, manage agents, manage team members. You go in, you can quickly design your website, drop uh, what you see is what you get editor. It's fantastic. So go over to reliancenetwork.com, hit a contact us, get a demo and see what they're all about. And if you go do that, please tell them you found them through the Leaders in Real Estate podcast. That helps us out a ton. All right. That's it. Without further ado, let's get into this episode. Howdy, folks. Welcome to another episode of the Leaders in Real Estate podcast. Today, I've got Gaurav Gambier on the show. He's an expert in all things real estate, He's the owner of The Condo Shop, and now the new owner of Keller Williams, Philadelphia. He manages over 400 agents and is an active broker himself. Gambier, I know that's a very, very light intro. Can you fill in the blanks, tell our audience who you are, and what you're about?
1: Well, thank you for the introduction. I really appreciate it, and I'm honored to be on this show. My, my name is Gaurav Gambier. I started a company called uh, The Condo Shop about seven to eight years ago. Our concept was to build a great team environment in the city of Philadelphia that gave us an opportunity to grow in the environment. And about 90 days ago, I bought a company, KW Philadelphia, a franchise model in the city. Uh, I have about 400 agents in the company. Uh, We run a few ancillary services in the company as well, uh, from title to management, investments, repair business, a small commercial division. Uh, a rental division and a luxury division. So we were able to capture a lot in the real estate world. I'd like to talk about more uh, as we go along today.
0: How has that been transitioning into, are you still running the condo shop?
1: I am actually. And when I, I came, I was running a separate brokerage company and I was a broker of record. When I came to Keller Williams about a year ago, the idea was condo shop is a small brokerage company and I wanted to build a team environment for myself and for my team. Uh, while working on it for about seven to eight years, I realized that there's a lot more that goes on in a larger corporation, especially in the education and training uh, prospect that I wasn't able to give as much to my agents, that I should want to move to a company that maintained the culture of the company and the team environment, however, gave me more uh, ancillary services and resources as compared to what I was able to offer. So I came to KW last year. Um, continuing to maintain my Condo Shop team as a mega agent office that they call in Keller Williams. I, I kept my locations, my team, my brand, my staff, my employees. We kept all everything the same. Uh, and about 90 days ago, while being in KW for a year, I was so impressed the way this company runs that there was an opportunity for me to buy the Market Center where I was in as a team, and I became a operating principal and an owner of the company. But I maintain Condo Shop, and I have a partner who runs it for me. But I'm very, very involved in uh, every aspect of the business.
0: That's great. And uh, it's great to see, you know, you're able to get in, diversify, bring in new culture, bring in that muscle, you know, that uh, a big corporation that you can take things that you you like from them and implement into your own business. So that's fantastic. Getting into our questions here, when we look at your career, right, you've done a lot. What's one thing that you're really proud of? And then can you walk me through the steps of how you accomplished that?
1: I have been thinking about this a lot. What was that one defining moment in my life that I will call my career taking off? I used to work in a corporation about 10 years ago. Uh, That was my first job out of college. I worked there for five to six years. I was uh, second in command of the company, managing about 3 million square feet of real estate for commercial and industrial. There came a time when I realized there was only so much growth I can have by working for somebody else. I always want to do something for myself. I knew there were risks involved. My salary, my paycheck, our guaranteed payments, health insurance, vacation time was fantastic in the company. But I always lacked that one spark that I had in me of doing something for myself. So I started thinking about it. I made a communication with my boss at one point and said, you've got to let me go. If, I, if, I, if you continue giving me small raises, I'm going to stay here forever. You have to let me go. And we had a very casual conversation. And he said, what was your biggest hurdle by staying in the company? I said, on January 1, I know what I'm going to make at the end of the year. That, I hated that. I I wanted to prove something to myself so I can make something for myself. So at at that point, I gave him a one week notice and I left without having any vision of what I'm going to do. I had a concept of another brokerage company I wanted to start, but that that, that, that was a ballsy move. And I don't know how I was able to pull it off for myself, but going after that one thing I wanted to do and after my vision to prove myself thank God I made that uh, decision. Otherwise I wouldn't be here today.
0: And that's, you know, that's a big takeaway that I think a lot of the people who are listening to this, they probably felt the same way as you. And they said, Hey, I'm going to get into real estate because I want to blow the ceiling off what I can make. Right. And I want to, I want to put that on me and really bet on myself. And that's something that when I interview people in the industry, that becomes a constant theme, right? Was, Hey, Hey, I'm going to bet on my own dream and bet on myself. So that's really, um, it's a huge step to take. But it's one of those things too, when if somebody's just starting out, it's always great to hear from people who've, you know, not only talked the talk, but walked the walk and have gone through those hurdles and now developed and built something that it can become reassuring to those people to know that that could be possible for them too, if they put the work in and, you know, the chips fall the right way.
1: Right? You always have to believe in yourself. If you don't give it a shot, you will never know if you could have made it or not. And if it doesn't, the life will create new opportunities for you again. If you are good in what you do, and you're motivated, and you're dedicated to yourself, you will always find a way to make a good living. But running a business, you have to give it a shot.
0: Now, flipping the script a little bit, tell me about a time when you had a big failure and what were the lessons that you learned from that?
1: My biggest failure came in when I tried to do everything by myself. I thought I was a superman that can handle 10 things at the same time and still be successful doing everything. So I, I continued expanding my reach, my resources of what I can do. Uh, I picked up more, I started more companies than I could handle, and uh, I think I failed in a couple of them very badly, lost a lot of money, and that made me realize that leveraging is a big thing. You cannot do everything by yourself. You cannot keep all the profits for yourself. One plus one is not two or three. One plus one can be 11 if you have the right person next to you. So every company that I own today, I have a partner, somebody that I trust, somebody I believe in, they can help us grow the company. My role has changed a lot in the past few years, but I learned from those mistakes when I lost my two businesses that I need to be very focused on how I'm gonna be able to leverage to grow the companies. And that has made a huge difference.
0: You know, it's interesting. I I heard this guy speak, I'm out in LA and his name's Pete Duplass, right? And he creates all of these uh, pieces of content for Netflix and HBO, but he said something that was really along the lines of that. He said, look, I'm a B minus to be talent by myself. But if I go out and find other people who are A's in other parts of life, I can go and create an A an A team. And I can trust them. He's like, I'm horrible at math. And I was sitting there doing the accounting the first year. Why Why would I ever do that, right? And it's not until you go through those situations and realize like, what am I doing trying to do it all? Let's be an expert. Let's double down on what we're great at. And then, like you said, let's bring in partners. Let's bring in partners to help and and to really, you know exponentially grow businesses like you said it's not it's not uh one plus one equals two a lot of times when you bring in multiple skill sets you are able to exponentially grow and that's really really powerful so i'm right there with you
1: you know one more thing i'd like to say is you know employees will are very hard to find and leaders will never be your employees and stay with you for the longest period of time so how do you have great employees become leaders, but leaders who stay with you? You open up opportunities for them to grow. And everybody who wants to be a leader and wants to be an entrepreneur is looking for some growth in their, in their life with, with the person that they're trying to help with. So if you make them a partner and allow them to grow, they will first will never leave. Second, if it's a right match, you're helping them open their own business, but a step forward than they would have been if they started their own.
0: Right, you're bringing them, bringing them forward. That's great. What you know, when we look at the industry as a whole, what do you think is one of the most exciting things going on in the real estate industry?
1: So, I have a computer science degree. I graduated from Drexel University uh, with a computer science, and coincidentally, gone into real estate. However, I feel today, being in the industry for almost about ten years, we all have created websites, uh, newsletters, mobile apps. We're trying our best of what we can do with technology in this business. I think today in 2018, we have never heard better than before almost about $12 billion of money being spent in the industry of how to impact real estate brokerage. That is scary as well as exciting for me. I have never seen technology being such a huge impact of our real estate industry than ever before. 2019 will redefine how real estate is done in, in, the, in this country and in this world. So all the companies, uh, including Keller Williams, uh, they, have, they are building a great technology. And so are other companies as well. They all have realized that the role of the agent will change and technology will be a big portion of our business. So I'm very excited about technology. It's always been in the back of my heart. It's always been in my heart. I, I am a very mathematical guy. I'm very analytical. Uh, I love technology. And uh, I think that's what I'm excited about, how things will change
0: it's almost the technological arms race amongst brokerages. And you're seeing, uh, you know, real estate platforms in general, That is, how can we make the home buying and selling process as smooth as possible? And how does technology fit in that and for brokerages, licensing out technology, or creating their own in many cases, like, you know, you see with KW, for instance. So yeah, it's, it's, uh it's exciting. And it's exciting to see, you know, one what the existing players are going to come up with and then two the new players that come to the space and how they push everybody as well so a lot going on and a lot to a lot to pay attention to for sure
1: if people are in real estate today and they think they can get away without using technology they are going to get an awakening call very soon
0: i completely completely agree now if we could rewind the clock right if we could rewind the clock five years what's one piece of advice that you would have given yourself five years ago
1: buy more real estate (laughs) i I made the biggest mistake of uh, not buying as much as i should have i was continuing to focus on diversifying my investments trying to save cash thinking that the market is going to to change three years ago and then the last three years were the best years so nobody can predict when the market will change if it's a good investment you buy it, you create wealth by buying real estate. And I was fortunate I was able to invest in some, but if what I know now, and I would have known five years ago, I I would have bought more real estate.
0: You know, we've heard that answer from a couple people and it's funny, it always brings me back to, uh, I forget who said the quote, but essentially it's, you know, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago and the second best time is right now. That's correct. And it's one of those ones that rings so true with real estate, right?
1: And many people will say, you know, it's so easy to say that. Gorov, in hindsight, you look at the trajectory that happened in the last five years, and you would say, well, I should have cashed in in the high market. That's not mm-hmm. what I'm saying. I agree with you. What you are saying today is the right time to buy real estate if it's a good investment. Uh, you buy real estate, and same same thing for home buyers. The right time to buy is when you're ready for it. Exactly.
0: You know, in many cases, when we're talking about single family homes and people who are going to live in them, right? Owner occupied places, either for yourself as a home buyer, or if you're helping, uh, helping an investor out or helping home buyers and sellers get a place, a lot of the times, right? It's not a 12 month investment. And there is a, a more prolonged time period that's attached to that investment. So we shouldn't act and necessarily be analyzing things in, you know, three and six months waves, which I think a lot of people do and become guilty of, when this potentially could be a 10, 15, 20 year.
1: Absolutely. The the only time you lose money in real estate is when you sell it. (laughs) Yep. If you ride the cycle and you have the right, you know, buy if you can afford it, don't just over leverage yourself. But you don't have to sell it when the market is low. Hold on to it.
0: Now, what would you say is one thing that you do outside of the office that contributes
1: to your work success? I drink a lot. Okay, expand. <laughs> what, uh, what, what, what I <laughs> mean about drinking a lot is I do go spend time with my team a lot. I spend time building my relationship with them. It's not always inside the office that you can have meetings and build the relationship. I'm very big on culture. Uh, culture is what I believe is the main reason for my success today. I'm able to create the environment around me Because I am able to express to them as much as I say to them, I care for them. So, you know, saying to somebody, I love you, as compared to not saying it and asking them to believe in, I would have said this, is two different things. People like to hear it. People like to see it. So I am able, I I, I take a lot of effort in spending a lot of time with them. Uh, And if it's it's a meeting outside the office, if it's doing team building activities, if it's uh, going to open houses and brokers open that my team is doing i spend a lot of time doing it outside and i think that people see that if you are if you lead by example they want to be successful and they want to work hard as well so i think that is one key portion that many leaders today think they don't have to do anymore because they have they have achieved few things in life or success in life that they are above that relationship building and it'll just come
0: right so it really comes down to spending the time with people and guys this is something that you know, we're in this space and we talked about it a little bit earlier where technology is exciting, technology is coming, technology can do a lot for us, but it will never replace a personal relationship. It's there to complement and assist and uh, that's something that's just so essential and like you say, put the time in with people, create those relationships, especially with your team, and it'll pay itself pay itself back. A 100 times over, right? Not only will you be happier at work, but uh, those people will be happier at work and in turn do better work for you. So it's something that uh, I'm right there with you on. You got to spend time and build those relationships with people. Now, when we look at your company, what's one thing that you guys are doing, whether at the condo shop or at KW Philly, that you guys are doing that you're really pumped about? Is there a new training, new events you're doing? What are you excited about with the
1: company? I think it's the people that we're bringing together today. The company that I just bought, KW Philadelphia, for the last few years had an amazing run. But there were quite a bit of big players in the city that weren't believing in the model or the people to come over to the company. I think with my relationship, what's happening today in the city of Philadelphia, we are able to bring some of the key players, the biggest players coming to the organization, helping us grow it together. I have never seen any other franchise model or a brokerage company open up their doors and partnership opportunities to regular agents. What we are doing is different than anybody else. Just like I was saying when I was involved in my first job and my problem was there was not a, such a growth in opportunity for me, I wanted to own something. That's what we're doing different than anybody else out there. We are actually opening up ownership opportunities for the top 20% people in our company. In the title company, in the brokerage itself, in the insurance company, in our management company, we are trying to build a company for the agents and by the agents. And we are actually acting on it, which is very different from anybody else. And we are very, very excited about it. And our team is loving it.
0: That's great. Now, before we let you go, Gaurav, leave us you know, with some wisdom, you know, a piece of guidance that you think others in real estate could benefit from.
1: My dad taught me integrity is doing the right thing even when no one is looking. And if you implement that every day of your life, that will affect you in different ways that you can't even imagine. One of the advantages that I feel when I'm talking to another another agent in another company is that you maintain a very good reputation in the market. Every time when you think you're going to make a decision, you have two choices. If you pick the one with a bad feeling in your gut, you're probably doing it wrong. Do the right thing every single time. You cannot take your actions away after it's done focus on it, it will reflect on in your life at some point or the other. So I have I have followed that very, very closely. And I, and I think it has helped me tremendously where I am today.
0: You heard it guys, what are you doing when people aren't watching? That's what's going to be what defines you. Now, Gorov, thank you so much for coming on today. If people want to connect with you online, where should they go?
1: You can contact me via my email, Gaurav, G-A-U-R-A-V at kwphiladelphia.com. And that's the best place to reach me.
0: Amazing. Thank you so much for coming on today. It was a blast chatting. I look forward to getting this out and and hearing the feedback from everyone.
1: I really appreciate you having me here. I'm honored. Thank you so much.
0: All righty. Guys, that was another episode of Leaders in Real Estate in the Books. I'm your host, Jordan Shelton. Make sure to hit that like, subscribe, share, send me a tweet, you name it. I love it. Until next time, guys.